Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What's up, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between? You have joined us in a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. We are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. One track at a time, I am one of your co-hosts this evening, Mark Kamire. Joining me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, how you feeling? Do you feel the I love tonight? I live my life like there's no tomorrow. I came in too early, Mark, but that's the answer. I'm feeling great tonight. <laughs> Man, coming off a, a high from last week, Greg Renoff and calling my shot and, and getting a, a classic yeah. track. How else could we follow that up? You know, I, I really I feel know. bad for the for the guys who maybe have to come in and be the next guests after Greg Runoff. That's a tough act to follow. I mean, it's a, such a high bar, and I don't envy uh, our next guests. And so it's a good thing that for tonight it's just going to be, uh, oh, wait, no, it's not just you and I, Corey. We are joined by guests tonight. Uh, so no pressure to our guests. Uh, but fortunately for them, they uh, they're very good under pressure because they are returning guests they are returning guests you have heard them before you know them from the sean geek and fast fret podcast it is todd and sean mcginty hello boys welcome back to the show welcome <laughs> there's that voice we've been missing but you know we, we yes. were sitting here thinking I, I i had a i had a guest lined up and he kind of went radio silent a very you know, he's kind of a famous guy uh, had a lot on his plate uh, so I thought, well, who could we get in to pinch it? And I thought, you know, next week we're getting the uh, first place and third place finishers in our uh, favorite guest poll. Why not ask the boys who finished second if they'd be willing to come on and and, and spin the wheel during All-Star August? And I can't think of a better way to continue All-Star August than with the Beginnity Brothers, Sean and Todd. Uh, how are you doing tonight? Let's start with Todd. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having us back. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. I've, I've uh, been, been catching up on your show. And I uh, really appreciate it. a couple of shows ago, you got uh, Sean especially gave us some really nice shout outs. So uh, we thought we would return the favor here and talk a little bit about the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast because uh, you guys have been knocking it out of the park here lately. Uh, Sean, uh, maybe before I get into that, uh, how are things in your neck of the woods? <laughs> well, I um, okay, I guess <laughs> I, I had an incident on uh, on the way to the podcast here today. I uh, I, w I was biking. I dropped my car off to to get serviced and it's one of these places it's a mom and pop sort of place so you know you drop the car off and then you have to get, find your own way home so I dropped it off yesterday and I was going to pick it up today and I, I got my mom my, my little 10 speed to go pick it up and uh I don't know it's a decent trek and I popped the tire on the way back <laughs> to go oh. get the car and the thunder clouds, you could see the thunder clouds coming in. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. But I made it in time. It, it, it was good. No injuries. Uh, a bent rim, but other than that, I think I'm okay. Man, you've been going through it lately. Storm. 
<laughs> yeah. I tell you, and uh, on the l latest episode, I, I don't want to give away everything, but you guys, uh, Sean, you told a, a pretty interesting story about kind of losing your family in West Edmonton Mall and be being a father <laughs> myself and being in that mall. I, I, I was feeling the stress along with you. Like, I hope he finds his wife soon. <laughs> oh, it was terrifying. And like, what do I do? I just, I'll, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was pure panic. It's a go great find story, mall right? security and you ask for their help. You plead with them. Go like, please, security people, find my family. I Can you find adult. the three best looking people in this mall, please? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, my family was hanging out with them. Just find the three best looking people. And, uh... <laughs> they don't have those things like mall cop where you just jump on it and you can just kind of take off. In America, they, they do, right, Mark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's uh, whether uh, they should have them or not. The segways are all over the place. They don't have those up north. Well, they had these little like animals you could ride on and drive around. Yes. Oh, uh, we have the zoomies. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, zoomie yeah. riders. I, I know yeah, Tom yeah. is struggling. You guys are struggling for the name. I'm pretty sure it was like zoomies or zoomie riders. Yeah. I, I almost rented one of those. So could, <laughs> but it was like, I don't know. It was a dollar a minute. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Myself and my noble steed will find my family <laughs> on our my, own. My family's, not, my family's not that important. I'm not paying a dollar a minute. Are you crazy? Yeah. Sean hops on a zebra and just well, zooming around. The stupid thing I was looking at, I was looking at comic books. It's like I look at comic books and I lose track of time. That I feel you. I feel that really hard. Yep. Now I wanted to bring something up before we get into our show. Uh, sorry, Todd, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Do you have something you wanted to add there? No, no. I was just going to say he's going to find a zebra and, and ride along like the was it night at the zoo or night at the museum? Oh, that's the museum, man. <laughs> night at the museum, Galloping down yeah. the hallways. Night at the Edmonton Mall, <laughs> which, which is a massive mall. I've been there. It's it's huge. So it's yeah, kind of like the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Mark, for for you Americans out there. But um, the the main crux of the latest show I know was uh, you, you guys were doing uh, favorite covers, and and mm. Todd didn't Todd didn't quite uh, you know get the assignment. He he kind of got a little confused. <laughs> I I'm not good you, with homework. I'm not good with homework. <laughs> what I've said I that before? I wanted to find out what the what the hell happened. Did you think it was originals that were covered by other people, or what? What was the miss the the disconnect there? <laughs> well, I didn't know that. I, I thought it was the originals, but it wasn't copies of the originals, uh, like the original artist. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I didn't compute for some reason. I had a brain fart. So, well, you know what? Uh, to show you how dumb I am, uh, I also missed the assignment, but in a different way. I heard favorite covers and i thought it was album covers i'm like oh what would i pick i'd probably pick eliminator uh, from zz top uh, oh, that'd you know. be a good episode though there we yeah. go i could have showed up with that that's how old i am i'm thinking vinyl records and cover art but no it's actually music covers so i, I just well, wanted to figure out just what the heck happened there the the patreon uh, uh picture for that episode was uh bed sheets like bed <laughs> bed sheet covers there you that's go so used just to bed confuse people covers. <laughs> Our titles for our for our episodes are always confusing as hell, and people are like, "What the fuck are they talking about this week?" I best I just better listen then, I guess. There you go. Yeah, that, yeah, good strategy. See, see being in a best. band, you're playing covers. What do you What are you playing? You're playing their music, right? So, what covers do you play? Well, we play this one, but I didn't realize it was other people that I was supposed to figure out. But luckily, there was I think three or four songs out of those were actually covered by other people that I was actually able to uh, kind of pull that out of my hat. Yeah, I think there was only one that hadn't been covered because, like, oh, and who covered that one, Todd? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mike Masse. <laughs> Mike Masse. Everything. It was like, who's that? Yeah. But, Did you guys uh, listen to that Mike Masse at all? Can't say I have. No. 
holy shit is he good he's really good he's amazing I don't, I don't think so the name doesn't ring a bell he's not a big name guy he just he does youtube stuff and, and oh, okay he's got an amazing sound playing at like coffee shops and stuff and it sounds like he's in a studio yeah pizza oh. place and it just sounds like a whole production yeah nice forget to well, check then. that out yeah absolutely well uh, getting all of that out of the way and getting right into uh, the program, as it were, uh, Corey, we got to do what we got to do at the beginning of every show, and we go back to the rockin' poll. Uh, we go and take a look on Twitter. We put up a poll based on how you guys vote the song we just covered. So I have to ask, what uh, does the poll say for our show last week? Well, I think the majority of fans were feeling the love that night because it was 93.4% what dreams are made of only 6.6% this dream is over, which would equate to like one vote out of all the votes. And it's still, how, how, how we do you know who that vote that is? Was that, the, that, that vote is. <laughs> is that the best ratio this time? That would be right up there. Yeah, I think so. And I, I'm not even gonna say it's Mariano because he's up the cat skills. I don't even think he has internet access. So I don't even oh. think he heard the. I don't <laughs> think he downvoted it. He sent Somebody a raven else. and uh, you know, it, it landed on the poll. Oh, you can tell Mark watched game of Thrones on Sunday. <laughs> I did watch House of the Dragon, but that's for yeah. a different show. <laughs> Maybe they'll be on the Sean Geek uh, podcast because they talk all things geek on there. That's right. Hey, there you go. There you go. But we had some comments on that one as well, Mark. So if you like, I can go through those. Please do. All right. Our friends at the Deep Purple podcast said an absolute gem of a song, just as Greg Runoff is an absolute gem of a guest. Hard to oh, disagree oh. with that. Uh, hard to imagine any Van Halen fan not liking this one. Great episode as always. Thank you very much. Uh, from the Deep Purple Podcast, uh, Rihanna uh, just said what dreams are made of. Uh, David, David Lee Smith says the three of you guys could feel the love tonight. Absolutely what dreams are made of. Thank you very much, David, for commenting. Uh, Jonathan Meisner says I picked up the vinyl from a local record store just a couple of weeks ago. This is the only song of Van Halen 1 I had never heard before, but now I'm glad I did. Well, that's awesome. If you're picking up uh, vinyl, uh, Van Halen 1, I think, is an absolute must. That's one of the best. Yeah, oh, certainly one of the best debut albums of, of all time. So. Uh, Scott Everett says a song I overlooked for years. Then they started playing it later tours and I found out exactly what I was missing. Great song. And, and thank you for that, Scott. Mm -hmm. uh, next up is a uh, Gregory who says great episode and major props for getting Greg Randolph on the show. I have both of his books on auto. They're both fantastic books. By all means, I recommend everybody go out and, and give him a read. And yeah, Greg Randolph, absolutely fantastic. Uh, he seemed like he had a good time. He said immediately he'd be willing to come back for more. So as soon as we can, uh, we'd like to get him back on the show. Uh, Michael Green, who actually has submitted a song, he's going to try and call a shot here tonight. Uh, he said, Greg Runoff was an amazing guest. I have both his books. Can't wait for the next one. Definitely bring him back as a guest. It's happening, my friend. Uh, oh, yeah. Sooner rather than later. Yep. Uh, good friend Tom says, to whomever downvoted, who hurt you? And I and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I got to yeah. agree. Because, I mean, it, how? I just don't understand. Are, are you just, whoever you are out there, are you just trying to be a contrarian because... Why? We already have one. We don't need to. Yeah, we don't uh, need another. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our good buddies from the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast said the only problem with this episode was that it stopped. As Pot of Thunder would say, good, good, real good. Thank you very much uh, for that, Sean. I know that was probably oh, yeah. you that tweeted yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Much that appreciated. Yeah. Uh, Michael Green again says the intro brings me back to why I fell in love with Van Halen in my teens. There's only one David Lee Roth. No one that can sing these songs like David. Sorry, Sammy. This song is exactly why I love the debut. Great intro, lyrics, harmonies, guitar tone, and rhythm section. 
agree to disagree, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, Airhead said, happy to extend my streak to 40. What dreams are made of? Yes, really. Okay. Look at the songs we covered, Mark. That means he voted yes to how many say I, um, mm -hmm. like yeah. everything off Phelan, yeah. Van Halen three that you hate. Wow. Uh, we got to get him on the show and find out what the hell really 40 oh, we need okay. to we need to pick that brain uh we may not like the answer but uh <laughs> it, it just it just seems necessary at this point yeah. uh, he goes on to say great deep track from the debut album perfect harmonies and love the ending with just the vocals and dave taking the bass line on tonight there you go thumbs up from airhead uh, Jonathan I'm just going to say, uh, Airhead 3 did have some Korean barbecue pork rice bowl last week. So I'm just letting you know, he's oh. got a really good live acting <laughs> Twitter feed here. Getting hungry. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Jonathan P. Todd says, what a party song. Makes me long for late 70s and early 80s. Well, uh, we weren't, I wasn't around in the uh, late 70s, or if I was, I was two years old. Uh, and I know Mark's much younger than me. How about you, uh, boy, the McGinney boys, you guys are. <laughs> you, you don't remember the late 70s do you uh, i remember it very well yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> am i the oldest one here i guess i am the oldest one here i don't know you, 50, you might 50, be 54 if you're in the 50s you're older than me my friend so there you go yeah i'm in my 50s yeah. so oh wow you look so young i try <laughs> And finally, we have Greg Tito, who to says, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean, you just look like shit. Todd looks great. <laughs> uh, Greg Zito says, what dreams are made of for both song and episode? Loved all the stories and observations from Greg Renoff. Uh, bring them back soon. Mark and Corey delivered as always. Well, of course. Thank you very much for that, Greg. Oh. And those are the comments. All right. All right. Well, thank you all for participating. Thank you for voting in. And to the one person, you know who you are. We don't know who you are. And just stay anonymous. That would be for the best, I think. Um, but hey, it's all subjective. You know, we sometimes certain songs hit us a certain way. Uh, we have often said not all of Van Halen's catalog are winners, uh, as evident if you've listened to this show at all. I have downvoted so many so far. Funny enough, most of them come from this one album in particular, but, you know, enough of that. Um, Corey, mm -hmm. let's, uh, let, let's, it's time to really put the power to test here. Uh, I always ask, and I'll ask the guests as well, uh, what song or album in particular you want to manifest tonight? Uh, let's see. Sean, Todd, since you guys are the guests today, uh, and I think, Sean, you even said specifically you know exactly what you want to manifest for this show. So please enlighten us. What would you like the wheel to bequeath us? After, after the last episode, at the end of the song, instantly in my head, I heard the song that followed. And that's why I said I wanted it to keep going. So I'm going for Little Dreamer off Van Halen 1. That's what I want to hear. Nice. All right. Wouldn't be mad about that. And more Van Halen one. Todd, do you feel the same way or do you have something else in mind? I've got something else in mind. Uh, I'm the one. Oh. Also a great one. Yeah. Two from Van Halen one. Two from Van Halen one. Yeah. So no complaints. Uh, Corey, are you going to keep the, uh, the theme going or are you going to be a contrarian? I'm going to be a contrarian because. Oh. Uh, uh, our, actually, uh, one of our uh, the fellows I mentioned in the comments there, Michael Green, um, he, he kind of said he wanted to call his shot or you know put it up to the fans. So I asked him. I said, "We're recording in about you know forty minutes. What do you want the wheel to spin tonight?" 
and he said pound cake. So that got me thinking about Four Unlawful, and I'm thinking the song I almost spun last week uh, and probably my favorite cut uh, off of Four Unlawful, which is Top of the World. So if we spun Pound Cake for Michael or Top of the World for me, I'd be very happy. I would not be mad at anything from the Fuck album, but I say that now knowing full well that there are songs I don't like on that album, and there are songs Corey does not like from that album, so uh, that might have been uh, that might have jinxed us, but we'll see. I myself, uh, I'm going to keep the theme as I did last week. I'm going to keep it this week as well. Thank you to Sean and Todd for giving me the idea. I want some Van Halen 1, but I want... The, the song that really sort of drew me into Van Halen from the start. I want Ain't Talking About Love. I need that one. All right. So that's three from Van Halen 1. This is going to be interesting to see what we come up with. I'm going to give it a good shuffle here and make sure we put all those Van Halen 1s right at the bottom. Okay, Mark, uh, whenever <laughs> you're ready, call for it. All right, Sammy, take it away. Tell you what, it's a four unlawful song, but it's not one we pick. Man on a mission. And there's the jinx. <laughs> That's my daughter's favorite Van Halen song. Oh, really? My oh. Uh, my six-year-old. That's her favorite Van Halen song. No idea why. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But if she would have called a song, that would have been it. Well, there you go. She called her I shot. If... That's great. Yeah. We should get to, you should get to the bottom of that, like uh, find out the context as to why. Maybe she just likes the way it sounds. Uh, maybe she is just so overwhelmed by the awesomeness of Sammy Hagar's vocals. I mean, I get it. I think it's more like, I like the guitar. It's almost as good as Uncle Todd. <laughs> <laughs> if only Eddie Van Halen could aspire to Uncle Todd levels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. uh, all right god do you know have you heard a lot of this album here uh yeah i mean I've, I've heard i've heard them all but um you know what just like anything else when it comes to an actual name of a song sometimes it doesn't really jump out at me just uh, by listening to the music I, I don't really pay attention to the to the words as much let alone sometimes the song titles so uh, as soon as you play about two seconds of this song it'll it'll come to me but at the moment, I I just hmm, can't remember what this one here sounds like. Todd, you got recollections of this tour? Because we saw them on this tour. Oh, yeah. I saw the tour. <laughs> so when he comes out with this uh, battery-operated drill, when he starts up the first song. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's all got the stripes and everything. It was pretty cool. Now, this is a song uh, they only did once uh, in concert in 1992 at uh, Cabo Wabo in San Lucas, Mexico. So... They wouldn't have played it that night that you guys no, saw them. No, they definitely didn't know. I think they did about four or five tracks from there, though, from that album. They did a lot on that tour from this album, yeah. They, yep. If you pick up uh, Live Right Here Right Now, I think there's like five or six uh, from For Unlawful on there. Yeah, all the way up to The Dream Is Over, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're kind of mainstays in the set for that tour, so. That's impressive. Yeah. They were a fan of this album. Mark, uh, did, what are your recollections of uh, For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge? Uh, this is the first album that I recall actively sitting down and listening to from start to finish. Uh, every other album I had listened to uh, was either select songs or I just wasn't aware that somebody was spinning 
a particular Van Halen record. I was just, you know, letting it pass me by. But For Unlawful is the first one that I remember sitting down, like putting the uh, the CD in the in the player and going like, okay, let's listen to some Van Halen. And uh, and away we went. So uh, this one, however, not exactly uh, in my top tier as far as uh, how much I enjoyed it. But uh, I have I, I remember Man on a Mission. So it, but it's been a long time. Uh, I have not revisited it in quite some time. So it'll be interesting to kind of listen to it from a fresh perspective, as you know, we do on the show. That's right. So if you guys are ready. Uh, we're going to spin a little Man on a Mission, the B-side from Right Now, released February 1992. The album came out June 17th, 1991. Here we go. Todd, what are your uh, thoughts on that opening salvo? Uh, it's a different groove. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's not your classic first three, four albums of Van Halen sound, because uh, at that point, he had kind of changed his sound a little bit. And then uh, as it kind of went further, it, it, it changed even more so after he came out with the uh, with his Wolfgang uh, guitars and, and his own amps. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's almost like uh what was that what was that tune that we did last time it was the very last track of um was it women and children first where they're kind of just there and they're talking and they're singing at the same time it almost has that kind of groove to it yeah i just love how it sounds so uh uh kind of messy at, at, at up front like almost like uh eddie's purposely just playing not so well He's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I got it. And then it kicks in. And it's like a nice little rock and groove. Uh, misdirect, but it's not really because you already know what Eddie is capable of. So it's, it's, he's not fooling anyone. That riff is really odd, that opening thing. But it, it, yeah, it, like, like, it's like, this is, oh, and the, oh, okay, it is Van, Van Halen. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, I like right, that misdirect. Right. Yeah, it's great. I'm kind of with you, Sean. The the first time you hear it, like did it did did it, you're like, what the? <laughs> but 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 then what what what's it lays into the groove? Then uh, I'm kind of more on board with it. So. Kind of like a chorea chore was it choreographed fall, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I had to go back and look because I totally forgot. But you're right, Todd. It was in a simple rhyme. The last track from Women and Children First that you guys were on uh, our show. That was the first one you guys spun. Yeah, that was the one that I. <laughs> yeah i give i give a thumbs down and i get uh, roasted for it so <laughs> i think i got kicked off of twitter for that comment <laughs> it's happened to all of us don't worry about it <laughs> Down. I know I 
sorry, Mark. He's not really uh, being vague <laughs> with the lyrics here, is he? <laughs> I didn't realize let how me, bad it was. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> when you're a man on a mission, <laughs> it's in the look. It's it's in the title. What do you want me to say? <laughs> it's like it's man on a mission, and your first your first thought is wonder what he means by that and right away he's letting you know exactly what he means by that he's a man on a mission he's, he he is trying to get laid uh what do i think about it well it's no less subtle than anything david lee roth has put down so true what are we doing i'm not gonna let my daughter listen to this anymore <laughs> I, was, I, was... <laughs> I, I forgot i forgot you let that little nugget slip like, no, oh, that whole time the guitar she doesn't understand the words. she's only six and like yeah i don't want you to know what the words are no see in this whole time i was thinking what's sean gonna do when his daughter walks up and says daddy what's the man singing about <laughs> oh he's singing about getting gas just shut up <laughs> he's on a mission it's it's an important mission he's picking up kfc that's that's all it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to fill up on kfc yeah that's it and that's nothing it. else <laughs> well it's no, like you, there's a line coming up you get one big pot so there we go they're making a pot of of uh craft dinner or something i don't know spread yeah. your wings and open wide yeah he's just he's got a whole yeah. chicken in front of him and you that's know. right yeah that's right <laughs> this is not I, a song about what you think it is you guys get sammy all wrong it's about <laughs> hot wings yes we were See, I, I get it See, this is what I mean about the lyrics. See, I, I, I wouldn't have never known that until, you know, you guys actually pointed it out. <laughs> well, and to David Lee Ross credit, I think he would have been a little more subtle about it or a little more poetic, not just coming right out and saying, baby, let me fill you up inside. <laughs> That's adorable that you think so, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Hot wings. There you go. See? Yep. So See, that's so hot. where we're going. KFC like hot art. wings. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark, get your wings. mind out of the gutter. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> hey, read Sorry. the lyrics, man. How 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 could I have been so wrong? Spread your wings and open wide. You're right. You're gonna get the meat in between there. Like you, you... Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh hot. You get every what? inch play splat and bone. Put splat and bone. What the hell well, is well, that? Well, now I'm not so sure it's not about chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> or is it bone what the and hell splat? Is splat? Okay, so what the the line is, you get every never played splat and bone. <laughs> what the hell is that? Is that like I don't know, like kickball or something? Or like one of those like you know, you well, know games when we didn't have like balls and sticks and stuff i don't know well it when, might be but we, we don't kink shame here on the podcast someone should, should google into. splat and bone and see what yeah, that means it up i did <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh this is your mission now you're the man on the mission tell us what splat <laughs> and bone means look it up
I'm trying. I'm not getting much anything. It, I mean, this is harder than it looks. I feel so, uh, so, uh, bad. I, I, I feel these lyrics might be incorrect, um, potentially. Look, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're incorrect. <laughs> Let's talk more action, no distractions. That's what uh, Sammy is saying. And look, I get it. When you are on a mission to devour some spicy hot chicken wings, you don't want to be <laughs> distracted by anything because it is like it's a task. Sometimes it's a task. Um, I tell you, uh, if you, if you're a fan of the show Hot Ones uh, and you're experimenting with super hot sauce, I can tell you that is most certainly a mission. Uh, my lady Christy and I did our own Hot Ones challenge, and uh, once it got to a particular point, uh, you can think about nothing except the increasingly uh, just burning inside your mouth. Okay, you so I'm wondering so hard not to piss yourself. I, I looked up <laughs> the lyrics somewhere else just just to see, just to and? see. So you give every inch flesh, blood, and bone, and it's all wrapped up in a tight little bundle. Wow, that's not even close to what I got here. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> well, that's what we got. It. You get every inch, play splat and bone. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, Sean's right. It's yeah. flesh, blood, and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Which still works with the hot wings theory. But I'm still, but I'm I'm not over the play splat and bone thing. <laughs> I'm still not over this. Like, no, we need I think answers. Corey, I think Corey's got another pod, another podcast in him. That's going to be the name of the podcast: Splat and Bone. <laughs> splat and Bone. <laughs> All right, I, I backed it up a few seconds. Let's listen again and see if we can pick it up. Okay. Okay. All right. It sounds like play splat and bone. Yeah, that's what it sounds he, like. It, yeah. it really does. Uh, but I mean, I, you can kind of hear him say flesh, blood, but it it still kind of sounds like play splat. It's the way he's uh, his diction is for this. It's like a Gene, and, uh, Gene Simmons like vocal line where he's like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so did they use a, a Google translator when they actually made this? I feel, I feel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. I because you know my yeah. wife makes me watch a lot of food network and i hear play splat and bone i thought do they mean spatchcocking which is a cooking term for removing the backbone out of a chicken so that it lays flat so maybe he just wants to <laughs> spread his woman and lay her flat and spatchcocker sammy is a sick fuck like a chicken <laughs> yeah like a chicken in portuguese we call that frango asado <laughs> so that's uh i think he's trying to do a translation there of the uh the, the portuguese uh chicken that they make well i certainly hope not but if so <laughs> we at we at the podcast do not kink shame but we do draw a line we, we draw the line at spatchcocking don't don't do that to your partner <laughs> don't 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 spatchcock chickens uh no, or uh, yeah for unless we're talking ah uh, i'm so confused now uh let's just hear more of the song this could be a new food truck <laughs> on the side come on down to spatchcocks we got flat chicken <laughs> flat on their backs that's how you like them and flat your bone <laughs> and flat your bone there you go there's the tagline <laughs> say it in your sexy voice Todd please splat and bone <laughs> that's oh I'm wet right. we're, that's we're keeping that <sighs> NSFW <laughs> Bundle. Got no 
Now he's singing about a ball. I don't think Sammy knows what the fuck he's doing in this song here, Mark. <laughs> now he's bowling? He's, like, they uh, their now they're, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, you do, uh, when you're cleaning your bowling ball, it is wrapped in a tight bundle. You know, you got to you gotta wrap it up, you know, kind of scrub it. Um, he's got an open mind. He, he'll do anything. Ah, see, this is just this is just Sammy trying to express to us, the audience, that uh, he's not closed minded in his uh, sexual exploration. And I, I feel this is Sammy Hager not understanding what a metaphor is. Uh, he, 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 <laughs> like, Sometimes. like some of these lyrics are really fucking stupid. Look, he's not. What there's a line he's he's letting you know I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here and I don't know why. Uh, look straight ahead, you know. Let's talk more action. He's a man on a mission. He's telling you straight up, like I'm. That's fine. I'm done yeah. with subtleties. He's like I'm done with subtleties. Not doing got, it here. I'm. I got that. But then from after spatchcocking and playing with his bowling ball, he's gonna get it all in one big pot. Like, for the record, <laughs> for the record, he never says spatchcocking. That is not in the song. He never that, says that, it. Yes, I, I'm inferring that into the song, but now it's canon because I can just imagine him. <laughs> it's you're just adding. Isn't to the there? Lore. Isn't there a fly? There must be a flying Aaron song about spatchcocking. I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure of it. And if there's not, there's got to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. So at the beginning, he's he's trying to get it on, okay, mm -hmm. and yep. then and then when he's done, um, after it says so hot, so hot, so hot, then he kind of gets hungry. And then he tries to get this uh, splat and bone. And then when he's done that, he he decides to go bowling. Is that is that and the gist of the song? Yeah. And then it's all going in one big pot for some reason. I think he's getting wings at 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 the local uh, the Bolarama. I think he's you know he's, well, he's going to the best wings. They've got the that's best right. Wings. <laughs> Why what? We're we're overthinking this. Clearly, he's a fan of the uh, very famous fast food chain Hooters. Uh, two birds, one stone, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's wings. go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all conditioned. I'm a far off red. What, He's what the conditioned fuck is that? Because look, he had a head full of hair. Sammy Hagar's got a lot of hair. You got to keep that thing conditioned if you want it to look good. He's not going to pick up any ladies if he's got, you know, nappy, frizzy hair. Come on. Okay, so he was going to go home with that guy. Yeah, he's probably got fire crotch too. So that's probably why it says I'm <laughs> off, far off the red. <laughs> Fire like Canadian 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 venereal disease, I guess. Fire crotch. <laughs> you can only get it in Saskatchewan, I guess. I don't know. Hey, hey. Maybe Manitoba too. <laughs> yeah, all these distractions. I, I think that's what it was. He went bowling, he, he did the splat and, and jump and whatnot. 
and uh, and and now it's, he's, he's saying he, he wants no distractions. He wants to get back to business. I think. Yeah, after spatchcocking the chicken, he got fire crotch, <laughs> which is an unfortunate side effect. Whatever I mean, you're spatchcocking, you're not supposed to spatchcock the chicken. So you know that's that's what you get. That's what you get. It's a casualty. If, if you're gonna splat a bone, you're, you're gonna get fire crotch. Everybody knows that around these parts. <laughs> So he keeps saying, let's talk more action. Well, just shut up and do it already. Dude. <laughs> You've been talking for how many verses is this? She is you like, said, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm leaving. Yeah. You just shut up already. She left like, the house. Oh, your spatchcocking talk is not turning me on. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. And he said way too fucking much. Way too much. He, if you're trying to close I mean, the deal, he, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He's saying a lot. This, this is true. Yeah. You know what? I can't defend this. If you haven't closed the deal by baby, let me fill you up inside, it's not happening. Grab your bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. Go join, join a league. Yeah. You're, you're, you're done. I take my ball and go home. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Fuck it, dude. Go bowling. Take your ball and your fire crotch and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So the only thing that's on his mind, ah, she's forgotten my attention. <laughs> I mean, does... once you taste the real kind, oh. Oh, is it taste? What you takes the real kind. Yeah, what you takes the real kind. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. And then on the alternate that's one, it's once you taste the real kind. It's, uh... it's taste. I don't know what the hell's happening on this particular <laughs> lyric sheet that we're looking at here, but I've got another one that's a little bit more. Uh, you know, okay, these are not accurate. sexy lyrics. These are not sexy no. lyrics at all, right? Maybe Todd needs to read this and, and, and flip it on its ear. <laughs> and, and actually make it work. Because Todd okay. can make it work. Yeah, Todd, you start on you get every inch and do it in your sexy voice and let's see if this works. You get every inch? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good place to start. Where are we That's at? Exactly. <laughs> and, oh, you just, just pick a spot, Todd. Where is it there? Ah. Oh, you get every inch, play splat and bone, and it's all wrapped up in a tight little bundle. I got an open mind, do anything. I'm aware the ball might roll or tumble. That sounded like Pete the Cat. That sounded like a, de a deprived Bob Ross. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm semi-rigid, but I still don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't have my morning, my morning growl. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> the audience couldn't handle that. <laughs> Oh my, this, this song is just Ross. punching a hole in the theory that Mark has that Sammy writes tremendous lyrics. <laughs> look, I didn't say, look, I admitted, I admitted on a previous show that I, that not all of his lyrics are tremendous. I, I admit that. <laughs> <laughs> but what will be tremendous is the upcoming solo. Let's give it a listen. Oh, thank God. <laughs>
All right, let's let's start with Todd. Uh, as a, one of the one of the three musicians on the panel, uh, what did you think about that section there? Well, <clears throat> the beginning is kind of weird. Well, it's, it's like the very beginning of the song. The, the solo mm -hmm. kind of starts, uh, which is kind of an odd thing. You you would never hear him play that that type of style. Uh, you do hear some uh, some very classic uh, Eddie type of uh, riffs in there, but there's definitely some new. Um, I don't know if he has new influences or, or he's just kind of uh, just kind of winging it or 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 he just just had something in mind to put in there. But it, it, it all meshes well together. Um, but I mean, for me, the the original Van Halen with uh, Dave is pretty much my my forte. This one here is not bad. I like Sammy. He's OK, but I don't know. The, the, the solo is. Ah, it was okay. <laughs> All right. I guess in a nutshell. Sean? I want to hear Mark's opinion before I, uh, as, as the <laughs> other guitar player, I think I want to hear the guitar players before uh, the drummer talks. Well, I was just going to say, uh, I love the callback. Uh, now, not only is that intro sort of a tease into the song, it's a tease uh, for what Eddie's going to do later. Um, so that's cool. It's a, it's a little callback. I like that. Um, the solo rips and, and I knew the solo was going to rip. I remember it, but, uh, something I've never noticed before until this listening. And I hate to jump ahead to the, uh, to the drum talk, but Alex kind of goes off beat several times, but yet still maintains, uh, the tempo still stays in the, you know, in, in the pocket and, uh, kind of just does a few variable things that if you're not listening for, you might never notice. Um, or just, I don't know, it just stood out to me this time. But uh, uh, so while I, I love what Eddie was doing uh, in the background with the, his solo, because the solo is not really as in the forefront like it should be, um, I was kind of distracted by what Alex is doing in a good way. That's where I was going. I just I, I like what uh, Alex and Michael were doing there. It, it's it's moments like that that you realize that this is probably one of the best rhythm sections in, in rock. Oh, yeah. Like just just Alex. Alex is the perfect timekeeper. He's um, I, Greg Randolph was talking about it last week where he was mentioning how just, you know, Eddie's timing, but Alex's timing too, like just phenomenal. Like I. I, I thought that the, the solo was OK. But for me, it was Alex and, and Mike that just, by the way, we're in the band, you know, <laughs> well, watch what we can do. And what they can do is pretty damn impressive. Uh, as the non-musician on the panel, and you can all tell me I'm full of shit, but I really liked how Eddie's lead kind of played with Eddie's rhythm. I, I think he plays rhythm really well on this album. And this is another example where uh, the rhythm and uh, the solo, I thought, worked really well in concert together. No, but you're not incorrect. Wow, that's the nicest thing you ever said to me, Mark. Oh, I'm full of niceties. Just wait until we vote. I can't wait. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Sammy must have shot his wad in the first couple of verses because he added nothing there. <laughs> but look, you got uh, two solos for the price of one. Uh, it's, that's a rare thing, but uh, it's it's always a welcomed addition. Yeah, that outro was good. Yeah, yeah, I like thanks. I like that solo. That was really good. Yeah. And uh, I should correct something here before we get too far in. I mentioned uh, according to setlist.fm, Man on a Mission was only played once, but it must have been played more than that because it's actually on live right here, right now on that CD, uh, right after wow. Dreams and right before Ultra Bass. So. Is it possible it was like a sound soundboard, something like um like um sound check? Sorry, uh, it's entirely possible. I don't know if they used any sound check stuff. I know they before uh, most of the songs, I think all the songs were supposed to come from a, a Fresno show they did in May of '92. Okay, that'd well, be something to ask maybe Eric Senich uh, next week when he's that, on the show. There you go. That's ooh, nice little segue, a little hint, little hint for what's to come, you guys. That's right. This All Star August. Uh, speaking of All Stars, uh, Van Halen's "Man on a Mission." There it was from "For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge," the fuck album, as we call it. But uh, we've all we, we've <laughs> lots of things have been said already as we've <laughs> gone through this song. Uh, but now comes uh, uh, the the part everyone tunes in for, and this is where we vote on the song on whether it is a yay or a nay, whether it is what dreams are made of or if the dream is over. Uh, Todd, Sean, since you guys are the guests, you get the uh, the privilege to go first. So, uh, flip of a coin. Todd, we're going to go to you. Would you say, man on a mission? Uh, admittedly, you're a, you're a David Lee Roth guy, so uh, you've already, you're, you got that against Sammy. It's fine. But would you say man on a mission is what dreams are made of? Or are you just out of chicken wings and it's just nothing but bones? Oh, it's it's all that splat and bone stuff. <laughs> it's uh I don't know. I, I no, I down. <laughs> all right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> What was it about this one that didn't work for you, Todd? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it just the, the 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 cadence of the of the song. I don't know. It just it's just not your typical. I don't know. It just it, it didn't it didn't rub me the right way. I guess it's it's not one of those songs that that I would uh, actually go and play on purpose, but. It's on the album. It's, if it's playing, it's fine, but uh, not not something I'd go. Oh, I want to listen to this song again. Not actively choosing it. Uh, well, there's there's one downvote uh, for for Man on a Mission. Uh, Sean, do you dare uh, be contra contrary to Todd, or was this uh, the cat's meow? This uh, chicken bone song. Just like Todd was saying, it didn't rub him the right way. It just felt like a dry rub on a Portuguese uh, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's, it felt like Sammy wrote the lyrics in five minutes. Even like the melodies on here were, it's, it just kind of felt a little uninspired. Like, I think if you'd have put a little bit more work into it, it just felt like he's like, uh, Eddie came up with some good, like, I think Eddie came up with some good stuff too. 
but I just felt like I know they weren't getting along at this point. And I think it was just like, okay, the song's done enough. Let's just get it out. I think that's, I kind of, it, it felt, we have a song. It's, it's good enough. Let's just put it on the album. To me, that's what it felt like. It was definitely a filler track. Is it horrible? No, but it's not, it's, it's, it's average at best. Average at best is sometimes the 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 best compliment you can receive, uh, but in this case, I don't know, maybe maybe not so much. But uh, Corey, now we 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 come to you. Now you love this album, and you love, I would say, probably most of the content of, of this album. So is Man on a Mission one of those uh, one of those plus ones, or uh, is this just going straight down the drain for you? Man, it was really close. These lyrics are fucking stupid. The, the, this is the worst of Sammy Hagar when it comes to writing, right? But to me, the band saves it. Uh, I, I thought the band sounded phenomenal. Uh, like I said, the uh, the solo section, I think I probably liked more out of anybody on the panel here. I really loved that section and, and the extended outro as well. And Sammy's singing great. Uh, the lyrics are stupid. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. And it's certainly not my favorite or top five on this album, uh, but I, I just can't downvote it. I thought the band did enough uh, to save it here for me. So in a very close vote, because we don't have a middle option, I'm giving it uh, what dreams are made of. So, uh, Mark Meyer, are we going to have a tie on our hands? Is it going to be 2-2? Two, two, or are you going to side with the McGinnity Brothers and uh, downvote this one? Oh. I'm going to tell you this right now. Not everything can be Pulitzer Prize winning uh, material in terms of writing. All right. And even the greatest rock bands in the world sometimes uh, have to really stretch for lyrical content. Um, in the case of Van Halen, this would not be the first time they've talked about uh, getting laid in their songs. Not at all. Need I mention David Lee Roth's catalog. I'm just 90% saying. 90% of the catalog, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> correct. Now, would I would I say that uh, uh, Sammy is going out of his way to be a poet in this? Well, I'm sure he thinks he is. Um, it's not the most poetic of songs. But look, he's he's. it's called Man on a Mission. He's giving it to you straight. And jokes aside, and feel however you want about the content of the lyrics of the song, Sammy's singing his ass off. Like it just mm -hmm. don't let the lyrics distract you from what he's doing vocally. He is all over the place in the best possible way. He is utilizing his range uh, in a way that even in some of the biggest hits that he's been a part of, he doesn't do. But in this, he is, I mean, he's high. He is getting high up there. Uh, just, and he is staying true to the melody. He is staying true to, you know, the, the way the song is structured. Um, does he kind of get lost in himself and his lyrics and trying to, you know, did he run out of ideas? Perhaps, perhaps he did, or perhaps he just felt like, well, what, what more need be said? Um, but much like Corey, uh, I very much love uh, Eddie's solo section, both of them. Uh, the outro is really, really good as well. Um, as I mentioned earlier, though, I had never noticed what Alex was doing uh, in that section in particular until until this show uh so that was equally impressive and shout out to michael as well but all in all 
this song just it just works for me this is one of the uh four unlawful songs that i just really really dig did i know as a kid what he was talking about no but it didn't matter uh the, the song is still a good rock and feel good tune and really do you want anything else from a van halen track maybe you do but maybe you don't and uh for me man on a mission is in fact what dreams are made of there you go we have a tie this is the first time we've had a tie because we have a four-person panel. So I can yeah. think of one way that we want to break the, the tie if everybody's up for it. Oh, no. What a segue. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. That's right. It's time for another edition of Best of Both Books. I'm going to read an excerpt from one of the autobiographies of the two main Van Halen frontmen, Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth. And our panelists are going to have to tell us which book that came from. Mark, you're playing for team and the podcast will rock. So yeah. don't let me down, buddy. And here we have Sean and Todd playing for team Fast Fret and uh, Sean Geek. So if you guys are ready. It's Geek Boy and Fast Freddy, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, I screwed that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if you boys are ready. We will start with our, uh, our our first excerpt here. All right, our first excerpt goes like this. There were a couple of girls named the Plastercasters who had a little bit of a twist to their game. The way they got backstage was to make plaster molds of guys' dicks. I think they had a collection of some 20 or 30 of them, including Hendrix's and Morrison's dick. Those gals must be in their 50s now or somewhere near it. Gentlemen. Which autobiography did that come from? Let's start with Todd. I'll say Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. One vote for Diamond Dave. Crazy from the heat. Sean. Dave. Also Dave. Mark. <laughs> well, normally I would say Gene Simmons because didn't Kiss just do like a whole song about the plaster caster? They um, did, yep. But, but in this case, actually, I'm going to be uh, the word of the day contrarian. I'm going to say that's Sammy's. There you go. And already you're letting the team down. That's one for the Sean Geek <laughs> podcast. That came from Crazy from the Heat. Diamond Dave. All right. Quote number two. Uh, no problem. No problem. Say hello to Fluffy. Fuck you, Fluffy. No, no. You're going to upset Fluffy. I ain't saying hello to no stuffed bear. You know, now that I think about it, it's going to take a little longer to sew up that shirt that I was thinking. Hi, Fluffy. How you been? Which book did that come from? Mark, let's start with you. The sporadicness of what I just heard makes me <laughs> think that that's another Diamond Dave. So, yeah, I'll say Diamond Dave. All right. One vote, Diamond Dave. Uh, Sean. That's tough. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm going to be contrarian because <laughs> I want to win the game. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Sammy. Okay, one vote, uh, Dave. One vote, Sammy. Todd. I'm going to go Sammy. It doesn't that sound like from... something Dave would say. You know what? It is something Dave would say. Oh. Came from crazy from the heat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All tied how up. Do you not think, how do you not think that sounds like Dave, just based on the phrasing of everything? <laughs> the incoherence. You know, the, the only thing Corey left out was zoop, bop, zoop, bop. <laughs> 
it was from a section from the book he wanted something done from like the the seamstress on tour and she made him talk to her uh, her stuffed animal uh, and he took okay. great offense to that so all right our next quote he talks to his dick like why is he having a problem with it? <laughs> with, with it i know right but yeah he had an issue with it apparently all right our next uh, quote i love val always have even after i left the band he and i would sometimes call each other on our birthdays on new year's eve it was our way of staying in touch even when things were bad the brothers had accomplished very little since i left which book did that come from Let's start with uh, Sean on this one. That's easily, uh, that's easily Sammy. Easily with Sammy. confidence, I'm saying. Oh, well, the brothers accomplished nothing since I left. You're saying Sammy Hager. Okay, Ooh. Mark. I also think that is Sammy. Okay, Todd. Yeah, I was going to say Sammy. You're all right. That came from Red by Sammy Hager. Good job, gentlemen. Dave does not like Val. <laughs> I, I don't think Dave... I don't think I, yeah, no. All right, I just got to find our next one here. Okay, here we go. Our next quote. Once I discovered rock and roll and pussy, I barely made it through high school. Which book did that come from? Todd. Diamond Dave. <laughs> Quite emphatically. Schwarzenegger or Diamond Dave? I don't know. <laughs> Sean, are you saying Diamond Dave as well? Uh... Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's two votes for Diamond Dave. Mark? Nope, I'm saying Sammy. Sammy Hagar, you are correct. (laughs) Mark is ahead. What's the score here? What? It's three for Mark, two each for Todd and Sean. Mm. Oh, man. What a comeback victory this is going to (laughs) be. Is this the first time you're ahead in the poll? (laughs) I I think so. Well, I know I was ahead. I was ahead of Mariano at one point, and then he somehow came back. Yeah, and he came me. in from behind. Yeah, right. Yeah, like he always that's does. About, that sounds. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> about right. Okay, our next quote: uh, the Crazy Horse Saloon in Paris. Uh, it had been there since the war. Same owner. He selected all the girls based on their appearance, of course, and he was a fan of the athletic Swedish speed skater body. Whoa! Can I get one in blue? Mark Kamire, which book did that come from? Uh, I feel like that's uh, because there's a crazy horse saloon in Nashville, or there was. I think it's just been recently shut down because, oh, we don't have enough time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say that one is old Dave, uh, Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave? Okay. Sean? That's Dave. Dave? Todd? Yeah, the wool reference would be Dave. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> You're all correct. That came from Crazy from the Heat. So, we're currently sitting at four for Mark, three for Todd, three for Sean. It's the first one to five, so Mark, you can win it with this one right here. And here's the quote. I stopped to buy $10 worth of bunk Jamaican reefer in Washington Square Park. I was walking with a girlfriend. We had just finished sushi lunch, and I said, Sugar, let's get a little dime's worth. We'll go up onto the roof and smoke a joint. We'll be romantic. Sean McGinnity, which book did that come from? Oh, that sounds familiar. I'm going Sammy. Okay. You're saying that came from Red by Sammy Hagar. Todd? I'm going to go Dave. Okay. That's one vote for Dave. Mark? Every instinct of me wants to say 
that that's probably Sammy, but wants to change it to Dave. Oh, because I feel like it could go either way. Uh, all right. It either makes or breaks me. I'm going to say that's Sammy. It broke you. That was Diamond Dave. No. <laughs> Mark and Todd are now tied for a piece. Uh, no, no. Oh. Still in this. Still in this. <laughs> All right. I got to find a, a little tiebreaker one here. All right. Our final quote. This is for the win. Todd or Mark could win it here. If they both get it wrong and Sean gets it right, we'll have a three-way tie for first. Gentlemen, here's your quote. Here's a song for all you tractor-pulling motherfuckers. Sean, which book did that come from? <laughs> uh, let's go, Dave. All right, one vote for David Lee Roth. Todd? Sammy. Sammy? Mark? I'm going to say Dave. Todd McGinnity pulls it out for the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast. You guys win. Damn. Best of both books. Sammy Hagar said that during Farm Aid. God, <laughs> man. Of course he Old did. Class. Of course he did. Of course. Wow. Uh, big, big come from behind victory for the McGinnity boys. Congratulations. Always. Right on. Thanks. <laughs> Felt like I rode on some coattails there. Oh, he carried your ass. Absolutely. <laughs> In bands well, on the podcast, where else just you goes to show you though? that's uh, the, the the lesson here, kids, is read more books, uh, especially when they pertain to Van Halen content. Um, you would think oh. I would have already done that by now, but yeah, that would ruin the fun of the game. Or I love a multiple that you... choice, just pick C. <laughs> <laughs> I, Always I love pick that C. <laughs> Mark has hosted a Van Halen podcast for forty one episodes and has lost every single round of best of both books. Look, I did pretty damn good this game. All right. I, you I, did. I, I thought I you had off, it. Thought, yeah, I thought I did too. But see, <laughs> all, and also kids, uh, sometimes trust your instincts and then sometimes don't. That's that's my lesson for you. You're either going to be right or you're going to be wrong. It, you got a 50-50 shot. Uh, also, if, if we did it multiple choice, the answer uh, for C would just be Gary Sharon the whole time. So if you keep guessing <laughs> C, that would be bad. Yeah, um, that would be bad. Yeah. Apologies to Gary. Who needs to write a book? We need to add a third book to our rotation here. Yeah. Does he not have a book? Not that I know of. No, I don't think so. Sharon? Oh, oh yeah. man. Or what about Mitch? I, Didn't, I think he needs to write put one. a book out. He was almost in Van Halen. Right? Right. Yeah. Who? Mitch Malloy. He was the almost singer for Van Halen at some point. <laughs> he was uh, you know, he, he was almost a singer and then he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, that guy. Like, all right, all yeah, right, that, that guy. guy. Um, but uh well, apologies to him too, because that's a tough break. But that's the show, you guys. We've done it. We've put another one on the books, uh, joined again by the McGinty brothers. Uh dudes. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for uh, beating me in uh, this new segment game that Corey <laughs> loves so much. Uh, it actually is really fun. It's just it just sucks losing all the time. But uh, <laughs> you guys are the guests, so it's 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 poetic that you guys would uh, would win. So please tell the folks what you guys got going on and where they can find you if they want to check it out. Todd, you got this or what? 
Well, you can find us at uh, seanmcginnity.ca. That's S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y dot C-A. And uh, all, all our social medias, social medias, <laughs> social, medias. <laughs> social medias are all uh, at Sean Geek Podcast uh, everywhere, Reddit, even LinkedIn, if you want to, I don't know, be boring. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. And really worth the listen, guys. There you go. Uh, I I love your show, guys. And I'm so thankful that uh, that you reached out to us and uh, we've been chatting back and forth. It's been an absolute blast having you on the show. And I've I've had a great time listening to your guys' show. I'm glad Todd is back. I I commented, Sean, like, I can't believe you carry a show by yourself whenever Todd's not available and do it so flawlessly. But really, when when you and Todd are together, it's 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 magic. It's podcast magic. So thank you very much for for doing your show and, and for coming on ours. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no. Thank no you very much. Anytime. This is always a always a blast. Had a great time. Uh, my my cheeks are sore from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we bring just, the yuck yucks and the rock and roll. We, we we can tease. You guys are coming on our show in September. Yes, yes I can't and, wait. Um, I don't know if we want to spoil what it's about about yet but uh, oh can it, we please it, it, can we yeah i i, I want to spoil it is, does mark I'm, I'm too excited does i think mark so we, we yeah we talked about it a little bit there we're, we're we gonna, do but i but Corey's really excited to spoil it so go, okay, ahead. go ahead Corey. <laughs> we're, we're gonna introduce our friend mark to a little canadian music because uh, i'm a proud canadian so are todd and sean oh hell and yeah canada has a very rich musical history to the point where even when we were kind of talking about what bands and what songs we wanted to introduce to mark we all had differing uh, ways to go so there's a really a, a treasure trove of music that we can introduce to one mark Kamire. and i asked mark uh do you know a lot about canadian music and uh, it turns out you don't really know that much do you <laughs> my go-to karaoke song is always limelight by rush oh nice well that's a good one i love protest the hero uh there was ah. this uh there was this death metal band called ion dissonance that was uh from from toronto uh for i don't think they're a band anymore but during my scenester days they were pretty hip um and who doesn't like alana's more set yeah. i think she's great but I i'm related to her so yeah i should say that <laughs> yeah and she there played god, and she played god and dogma like it doesn't get right. higher than that right and she blew Dave Coulier in a theater. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. You, you just uh, raised her up and now you just took her down. <laughs> Had to take her back it out. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, edit her out. Is this for the documentary? <laughs> Sorry. No, but uh, it's but it's true, though. Uh, my, my knowledge on uh, Canadian uh, bands and a, a lot of Canadian music is, is limited, that's admittedly. So I'm always, always interested in expanding my musical vocabulary, as it were, and my knowledge uh, regionally. So I'm looking forward to that show. So post-episode, I'm going to send you a link to the Spotify playlist put awesome. on by one of Eric's guests. He did wrote a book called This Hearts on Fire which talked about the uh, the Canadian breakthrough years, uh, the ni- or 90s, 2000s, I think it was, where Canadian, okay. uh, Canadian music was just dominating American charts. Uh, and he created a playlist off of every band he mentioned in his book. And the book is phenomenal. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah, a lot there's of good a, stuff. There, there's a good chance I probably know a lot of the bands. I just am not aware that they are Canadian. Very true. 
Very true. So that'll be fun. That'll be a fun discovery. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think you'd be surprised. I know uh, Sean's got some great suggestions. I I, I I got a few too. Hopefully they'll let me fit in here as well. Uh, but but there's one especially uh, I think you're gonna love. Uh, I'll play a little snippet of it here for you, Mark. You do that so fast. I'm a professional. Eh? Oh. <laughs> we'll just sit over here, like while you're singing, eh? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay. Good luck, eh? Good okay. Luck. Okay. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Canadian music at its finest. Oh, beauty, go. Okay. Good day and welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie and this is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Beauty, eh? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay, okay everyone. This record was my idea. Get out! It was. You're lying. He holds it here just sort of rid on my coattail. Why are you doing this? It was our idea together, eh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. We I gotta wait for the singing to, to kick say in. that, but oh, take off. So ex expect a lot of music like that, Mark. I so basically, uh, what was that? Like Canada's <laughs> Flight of the Concords? Because that's what that sounded like. You're probably um, too young to you... remember a, a duo by the name of Bob and Doug McKenzie. Uh, they were very big in the '80s. I mean, they sound familiar. Um, and here I thought you were going to play me uh, some legendary Corey Hart. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's coming my friend but no uh, i'll tell you quickly the story of bob and doug mckenzie so there was a sketch show in canada called SCTV that featured yeah. john candy martin short rick moranis eugene levy guys like that and they did a show originally out of toronto and then out of edmonton and the the crtc which is a thing we have in canada uh that regulates canadian content on the airwaves went to the crew of SCTV and said you're not canadian enough and Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas said, are you fucking kidding? Like, how much more Canadian do we have to be? We're an all-Canadian cast with an all-Canadian crew. Do you want us to sit on a set with toques on, eating back bacon and drinking beer for 10 minutes a show? So that's what they did to appease the CRTC on every episode Strange of SCTV. Yep. And then they did the movie Strange, Strange Brew. Brew. That's how, that's how yep. I know the names. There and, it is. And this, this song came off their album. Uh, which actually had a hit Canadian single, their 12 Days of Christmas. This is their theme song, Take Off. <laughs> See, that I didn't know. I didn't Getty know they Lee. had an album. Well, yeah, I, this, awesome. I own it. Every, every time I used to make a mix back in the, like, the, the 90s and 2000s, I always pulled a track off the, the Bob and Doug McKenzie CD every time. <laughs> well, it's got, for our That's Christmas amazing. show, Mark, we, I, I got to play the 12 Days of Christmas. It's oh my, God. my favorite I, Christmas I, carol. Yeah, I really hope you do. I'm so excited for that now. Can I? Come I'll, I'll give you a little. <laughs> yes, we got to do that one. Uh, I'll give you oh spoiler mark on the first day of Christmas. My true love gave to me a beer. Beer. Yeah. In a tree. In a tree. <laughs> that beer's empty. Yeah, dude, that beer's empty. <laughs> and they also talk about the metric system on there, which is great. They explain it to Americans. It's great. Yeah. Well, good, because we need that explained because it works a lot better than whatever the hell is happening down here. So I'm in for it. You guys have just been spoiled uh, on a future episode. Uh, so stay tuned for the holiday season uh, in a, uh, you know, a few short months. Um, but yes, uh, I cannot wait to join you guys for the, uh, the Canadian music show. That's going to be super fun. Um, I'll be very surprised if... Uh, to see what I know and then to be surprised about what I don't know. 
that'll be good stuff. Uh, Corey, where can the people find you and where can they find the show if they uh, want to find some more stuff? Oh, they could find me at CD Marset on Twitter. They could also find me on my other two podcasts, uh, Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, where we're breaking down the Aerosmith catalog and Backtracks Theme Music, where we're talking everything music in movies. And they can find the show at Podcastle Rock on Twitter and www.podcastlerock.com. Catch up on older episodes. Uh, get yourself some merch. Uh, you can do all that at uh, www.podcastlerock.com. Right on. And you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and uh, tell me how much I suck at the best of both books game because I love to hear it. Um, but uh, yeah, again, thank you to Todd and Sean for being on the show. Uh, we'll have you back sooner rather than later. I'm quite sure. And uh, I don't know, maybe they'll have a song where they'll be more enthusiastic because man on a mission, whether we're talking about uh, getting laid or getting hot chicken wings or both just wasn't, uh, wasn't what they were in the mood for Corey and myself, on the other hand, this is what dreams are made of uh, hot, <laughs> wet, spicy dreams. Uh, but that's, and that's why you come to the podcast will rock for that sort of content. Thank you once again for joining us. We are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later. Later.